0: And by the way, if anyone else sees a version of it, tell I me so better. I can send a friendly email and remind people to get their own style. Do you feel better now? I'm much better. Thank you. All right. Back on track.
1: That's go. Right. <laughs> James earns millions from internet marketing. Tim's got millions of questions. Welcome to Freedom Ocean. Now, jump on in. Welcome back, listeners, to episode 54 of your favorite internet marketing podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Timbo Reed, and right there is James the Jimmy Schramko. Timbo, welcome back. How are you, mate? Yeah. Thank you. Hey, uh, I've got a laugh at that photo on last episode's show notes of you in that um, – <laughs> I was going to say pith helmet. It almost is a pith helmet, mate. <laughs> it's uh, James in, what are we
0: talking, grade five. Yeah, that's fifth grade. It was my first day of private school and <sighs> I dressed quite formally from that day through to about uh, almost six years ago since I quit my job now at time of recording. So <laughs> it was a long run. No wonder <laughs> I, I resist the shoes and uh, and ties these days. Yeah, the noose the noose around the neck. Yeah, the little preppy caps, they have like this pin on the very top and and the bullies used to punch it like with your fist and it would push it into the, <laughs> the top of your head. It's a ter- terrible business, private school.
1: Yeah, yeah. Let's not go there. We both went to one. Gosh, maybe there's an episode in that. Hey, um, now, mate, let's get stuck into this. What we're going to do today is we are going to do a bit of a website dissection. Now, I just want to – I want to, can I open up an old wound? Yeah. Okay. So I I don't know what episode it was. Quite a few ago, I I suggested that you were a bit. What word did I use? Was it abrupt?
0: Well, I've been called worse. I'll will run with that.
1: Yeah. Okay. We'll go with abrupt. Here here we go, listeners. Yesterday I sent James an email because I'm redoing <laughs> the small business big marketing website, having a new, having a new design done. So I thought, gee, it'd be nice to get James's you know thoughts on things. So here's the email. The email subject line is thoughts, question mark. And I've always got to be conscious. I've got to keep these emails short. So see, it says, Jay, what do you think of this as the new iteration of the small business big marketing site? Static homepage only at this point. Anything stick out as being ineffective? Cheers, Timbo. All right? Nice, simple email, link to the new homepage, skin, happy days. James comes back promptly as usual within the hour and says, the very first thing I noticed was the red banner for your sponsor. I'd make your opt-in that attention seeking. That's good advice. I like that. That's a good idea. More about the opt-in. That's the idea of the site. I want people to
0: opt in. But I was hoping for more, James. I was hoping for more. I guess I was being quite literal, but but it was um that's what st- stuck out for me. It was absolutely my first reaction. My eyes were drawn to it like a heat-seeking magnet. And then I thought, oh, wow, that's not really helping you. It definitely helps your sponsor. And if that helps them get lots of traffic and pays for the show, Mm -hmm. good. So it was quite literal. I'll take that. That's a fair comment.
1: Okay. Oh, well, good. Okay. You're giving a little bit. So I I reply back within the hour, (laughs) LOL, exclamation mark. Anything else? (laughs) Question mark. Within the hour, you come back and say, there's too much stuff. And there it ends the conversation. Now, you know, you're a mate. Am I asking too much for
0: just a little bit more? Not at all. No. In fact, I mean we could have that conversation <laughs> and maybe some listeners could benefit. From the, the ideas. ideas, I've been really uh, yeah. immersed in this topic for the last few weeks, making massive changes to my own sites.
1: Well, well, I'll tell you what, I want to do uh, is I, I want to spend this episode dissecting Superfast Business, um, which is one of your primary sites. But my, the point I make, and and like look, I was, I was having a bit of fun with that re- reviewing that email. Although I would have liked some more, but I do. There's that balance. I I do like your brevity. And I I think, you know, we can learn
0: from that brevity. I try sometimes. It's actually, I think this is one of my greatest learnings in the last year. And this is absolutely focusing on less. And the the more I do it, better it feels for some reason. And when I actually send you back the first email and told you about the opt-in, what choices did you have to to go and contemplate. One. Right. And then when I sent back the next one, apart from saying, oh, God, I wish you'd give me more, like what were you focused on after the second email? Well, it's a leading question. I could say there's one thing. I was hoping you were going to think, well, what could I remove from the page to make it less busy? That was the goal. Luckily, I had the courage to go back to you asking if there was anything else. (laughs) Well, I I expect (laughs) it to come back. I expect you to come back at me. I mean, I do speak to you every week. And there was actually, yeah. there's a side note here, which you might, in fact, I'm almost certain you won't have considered, but it is, I'm conscious of your website designer yeah. as well. I've, I'm thinking about his needs. Now, I don't know if he's verbatim given you exactly what you asked for, or if you've asked for him to give uh, some input. But when I, I don't want to start reworking your site, going back to the designer and then him thinking that I'm an asshole. And that's because your web designer is actually really good designer and he's also he's a top guy and he knows what he's talking about and he's got lots of other sites. So I don't want to second guess your designer just to have an opinion that I need to express because ultimately I don't have all the data. It's mm-hmm. not my site and you're in pretty good hands mm-hmm. already. So that's something else that, that I was conscious of.
1: Yeah, no, that's fair. I, I Well, A, I wouldn't have gone back and said,
0: Hey, James said. People do it though. We have a website company, and we do web jobs every day. And you should see the stuff that comes out. Like that. My mother said that the pink is too. Yeah. Like, does your mother sell motor vehicles? Like, seriously? Whatever. So, uh, yeah. Oh, mate. I used to. I used to work when
1: I worked in advertising. At one point, I was running one of the biggest brands in Australia. I won't say who it was but I was the account director on one of the biggest brands in Australia, $20 million advertising budget. And I remember – and the TV commercials that we produced for this brand were always – there was an excitement. There was a level of expectation when the next one was going to come out. And um, I remember sitting in front of the marketing director for this brand one day, having presented a script the previous week for, at the time, a $350,000 TV commercial. And he looked at me across the table and
0: said, my wife doesn't like it. <laughs> what do you say to that? Well, I guess you have to find out how important that is in the decision. And I had the same scenario. right? When I was in the Mercedes-Benz dealership, someone would want to try and buy a bright red SL55. And I would say, well, now you have to make some choices here. What is more important to you? To have the car in the color of your dreams, or that you could perhaps one day bring it back to the dealership and we'd want to buy it from you. Because if it's red, we won't buy it from you. If it's silver mm. or black, we will buy it from you. <laughs> so take that into consideration. Right. So in some cases, right. it may actually be more important to please the wife than for the company to be successful, because there are other motivations for the yeah. partner or... husband i'm sure
1: well it'd be difficult to go home saying darling i've just bought an slk it's red uh sorry it's silver i know you wanted red but james back at the dealership said that he won't buy it back off me in three years uh if it was red so um here's a
0: pair of red shoes instead well here's what happened they always got the red one except i'd already set myself up for two years down the track when they wanted to bring it back and I'd (laughs) say, remember when i said that this (laughs) is not the most popular color you know i wasn't fucking around (laughs) it's hard you know they're just not worth as much because they sit there for so long till someone else has to have a red one is a check for 50 percent of what you would have got if it was silver i'll give you a tip though it's easy to sell a red car in december oh thank you for that i'll keep that in
1: mind when i open up a car if you ever
0: get stuck with one yeah yeah, shift it during the christmas season it's just that's what i've always sold the difficult red cars at christmas right
1: let me just add that to my evernote Now, mate, let's get back on track. So that's good. Brevity, I I agree. Brevity is everything. There is a bit of a balance. And um, let's talk about dissecting websites. So we should, I think what we should do, and this is almost more a webinar where people can see the website, because if you're driving along in your car or you're at the gym listening to this, you don't have the website in front of you. But it's pretty simple. We can explain it as we go, hey, James, because I think it would be interesting to understand. um, I'll
0: be very descriptive, given this is a podcast. And I think, you know what? It's actually the thinking behind it or the thought process behind it that's more important. I've just given you one and that is you have to break it down into small elements so that you can look at each part of it. All
1: right. So what we're doing is we're looking at superfastbusiness.com. Would you say that this is your flagship site?
0: Definitely. It's my hero site now. It's the authority and it's about a year old that I've been focusing on it. It used to be internet marketing speed was my focus but I wanted to for about five or six different reasons, Mm -hmm. this became the flagship. And I could go into the reasons behind it if it's important to get the context as to why I've made choices with this site because – Different sites have different purposes like uh, Freedom Ocean is a different site. It has a slightly different purpose and then my sales sites have different purposes. So you have to first work out what is the point of this site and in the case of Superfast Business, this is an authority content traffic hub where I push people to the right site that's going to solve their problem. So it is a traffic Machine. There's actually no order button on the site, so it is a traffic blog.
1: Why did you choose a brand name like Superfast Business and not
0: jamesshrampco.com I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. So if mm, if I want, if you grow up, well, maybe I'll be maybe I'll own a helicopter business in ten years, or maybe I'll be uh, an investor, or maybe I don't know. But I don't want to. That's what happened with um, internet marketing speed. I mean, I, I pushed. I really went down the internet marketing zone for five or six years, and now I want to be a little. More businessy, so I can change the the brand a little bit. But with James Shramko, you know, I want to just reserve that domain. You know, I own it. It directs to my about James Shramko page now. That whole domain, and I can take it away and do something else with it later. But I I think it would be impossible to sell. There's only three James Shramkos in the world that I know of, and mm-hmm. the other two don't look like they're buyers. So I lend my authority to my business, but the business want, I want the business to be the hero. Fair enough.
1: So just how do you define, and I'm assuming authority site and flagship site are the same thing,
0: yes? Well, flagship just means it's the number one, uh, but authority is the type. Yeah, okay. So you could have multiple authority sites. And, and I sort of, some of my other sites are quite powerful in their own right. I mean, I think my top four or five sites at page rank three and have hundreds of pages indexed and build a list on their own. But this is the number one for me right now. And Mm -hmm. I've published how I do it and why I do it and what it is in my course, Own the Race course, which is actually a major feature of Superfast Business now. When I gave that course away and when I rolled my front-end products up off their individual sites and brought them back to this authority site, it doubled my traffic in about 30 days. Okay. Well, tell
1: us, looking at Superfast Business, what is the aim of this site? What's the one thing? And I guess this is the right question – what's the one thing you want people to do when they first visit this site? I'm
0: going to ask if you can guess that from what's on the site.
1: Sign up, register, get on the list.
0: Yeah. I want them to get on the list and I want them to make a purchase. Do you want them?
1: Do you that's... want them to make a, uh, like there and then? Yeah. I know that's ideal, perfect world stuff, but do you really yeah. want
0: them? Well, that's the number one action. It would be for them to find a solution to a problem they have and to make a purchase. Mm-hmm. That would be ideal. The rest of it is aimed to get them to that point if they can't buy something, I'd like them to join the email list. If they do buy something, they get joined to the list anyway, right? So that's default mm-hmm. position. My next best mm-hmm. option is they join the list I keep letting them know there's new content. They come back and then they buy something. And then the third option is that they just enjoy the content and share it and find me someone else who'd like to come and buy something or join my list.
1: Now, you've got, in order to do that, you've got your, your header, you've got a nav bar, home products about contact. Then under that, you've got your registration form. Now, you are offering a seven-part business growth training course with sub that says reveals how to increase traffic get more sales and build your value- valuable online asset includes daily business tips and then you enter your your email address with a button yep. that says get the training across okay so position of that get the training course yep yeah, what i say across well, get the get the training <laughs> course okay. so the positioning of that front center top that's tested it's on every page that ain't going anywhere so it's part of the header yeah.
0: It's on every page. It's part of the header. It's on every page because it's the prime action I want. And the important point here, this is like framing the offer. They're getting a seven-part business growth training course because I believe a training course is more powerful than an ebook these days for my audience uh, from my own testing I also know that traffic is a hot topic because I had traffic grab and it was my most popular product Mm -hmm. ever. So that was good. And I know that most of my market want to make more sales. And I know that I'm known for, my. uh, Derek Halpern would say, superpower is to teach people to build their own assets and to stop building somewhere else. And that's the whole point of own the race course. But at this point, they probably don't know it's called own the race course. They may or may not know that, but let's assume they don't. But I'm going to tell them in simple terms what that is. So it's very clear and explicit. And the important part there is includes daily business tips. Because when I send an an email tomorrow or the next day they're not gonna go, why are you keep sending me stuff i only opted in for the course so i would rather they don't opt in if they don't want to get to tips and when they get mm-hmm. the tips from from the first tip on they can always click mm-hmm. a link that will remove them from the daily and put them on weekly in fact i should even test includes weekly business tips and send them the weekly by default and ask them if they'd rather receive these daily i just thought of that mm-hmm. Then there's an idea Hey, that's why we're here. Innovation. Any any other questions for me? This is how you help me a lot with my business, Tim. You're a bona fide expert. Yeah,
1: well, thank you. And it's like, you know, you're on the couch and I'm
0: just swinging the the clock in front of you. You're getting sleepy.
1: Now, uh, you mentioned ebooks. You've proved that training courses are more popular than e
0: courses these days. So if. Well, I can get opt ins for the ebook, but they don't ever open any more emails after that. Mm -hmm. So with the seven part training course, it sounds like there's more to it. It sounds like they're going to be receiving bits and pieces or they will get multiple things. So that's probably a greater expectation that they'll stick around and and they do. So what is the format, this training course that you then send out, this seven-part business growth training course? What is it? A series of videos? Yeah, what I did, I took a, a paid course and then I uploaded the entire course to the blog as individual posts and then I made a special landing page they get when they opt in, which gives them a link to every post. Straight away. Yeah, and it also says, I've uploaded the entire course on iTunes. So all the audio is there. So they get the video, which are also on YouTube. They get the audio, which is in iTunes. They get a full transcription and it's on an individual post per video. And each post links to the next in the course and these are all publicly available and findable without having to opt in. But all throughout the course, it prompts people to opt in so they can get this master list of all the posts. It sort of made it easier by organizing it for them and keeping it in one place. And it also emails them a complete list of all the posts for them to save in their email box. So you're not
1: offering exclusive content. You don't say you are. And and what it is, and that course isn't exclusive because it's out there
0: in the public. It's on it's not behind a paid nope. firewall anymore no. any reason for that yeah I want people to I want more people to find out about me and I've got mm-hmm. more things that I can sell you see this paid course is also inside my paid firewall like inside fast web formula but it's just one of about 20 courses so they if they like this course they might think that my other stuff would be okay and it's a great risk-free way considering the whole fact that you know i'm not a big uh, buy this you know just take a test drive if you don't love it you know ask for a refund i'm not into all that stuff it's like mm-hmm. see everything i've got for free if you like that you'll definitely like my paid stuff if you don't like it it's fine at least they know they can see the entire course and on, on a related note if we are talking about website conversions and elements on my sales page I give ten minute intro modules for most of my courses upfront, available for mm-hmm. people to try. You know, they could probably watch stuff for about an hour for free. Uh, so, intro modules
1: being the intro module to the course. For each course, so, yeah. So
0: we're not not something you've
1: created in addition. It's actually just the nope. first module of the course that you'd see if you
0: bought. Like, like, and God this is going to be a powerful episode, Tim, because when I create a training course, I make the first twelve minutes an overview of the course and an intro module slash sales motivator with the aim of
1: using that as a sales video on the sales page as well
0: Yep, I did a blog post about this, about how to do your your training format, but I do cover the why, what, how, what if, the format Mm -hmm. principle in the first module so that someone can get enough of scope from 12 minutes of what this one-hour training would be like.
1: Uh, Why, what, how, what if, that's your structure for creating your
0: introductory video for any training course, correct? Not just the intro module but every module. Yeah, But definitely you you cover Mm -hmm. the macro stuff in that and – Uh, Yeah, it's a really, really good format. I I shared it with readers on how they can do it. And and people have gone off and been able to create courses in like half an hour, because you just introduce uh, the training, talk about why you need to know this, Mm -hmm. what it actually is, how you do it. And then you just cover off the what ifs, like the action steps would be the last thing, then you move into the next module. So this has worked really well. So this Is what I'm giving away, and it gets about 50 opt ins a day Mm -hmm. at the moment.
1: That's good. That's a good amount of opt ins. So let's talk about. Okay, so we've got the, we figured out how you're building the list. We are now going to get into the guts of the site. And really, the site is pretty simple after that. You on the left hand side, in the, what would you call it, the heart of the site you've got headline newest profit boosting posts and then it's just a it's just a continuation of post after post after post it looks like some are video some are audio some are written
0: there's it's always audio or video always and audio or video and then transcribed. they're always transcribed yep okay now here's something just while we're on that element i it used to say news but some of them aren't news i've adapted and refined my own the race course strategy a little to intercede it with evergreen single point training tips or little motivational pieces or questions to the audience, you know, like, should I shave or are you stuck? They're like little motivators or, or engagement pieces. And I changed the wording then to mm-hmm. be more accurate. And the thumbnail pictures, the illustrations halved my bounce rate. It literally dropped it in half from 50% to 25%. whatever the number was yeah it was close to that
1: uh now explain it when you say bounce rate you
0: mean people going there and clicking off straight away yep they they come to the site and then they go out of the site because it's not what they wanted uh what what did they have what did you have prior to these just
1: text right so do you think it's the actual illustration style do you think it's the fact that you've got
0: an image that softens yeah i think the fact that i've got an image is big and I also get a tremendous amount of feedback about the type of image. I get so many people, like, I mean, every single day, including today, where do I get these pictures? Where do I? How do you hire a cartoonist mm-hmm. or do you sell these things? So I get this every day. So I know that it's powerful and I also get people email me back and say, I love your little pictures. It's like those calendars with a new picture every day and I just open your post to see what the pictures are like. Yeah, okay. Very pinnable. I pin every one of them. Yep.
1: Now, in terms of the content, James, you've got – so I'm going from the top. You've got a recent – the most
0: recent post is an episode of Think, Act, Get. No. No? That's a separate episode. It's a dedicated e-commerce discussion. Okay. So
1: it's just – it's you and Ezra having a discussion on – let me click on it.
0: It's almost a cross-promotion for Think, Act, Get. But it's – I mean, I I deal with Ezra on about three different platforms – we have a show together. But also, he is an e-commerce squillionaire, uh, very good at it. He was the feature speaker mm-hmm. at a traffic and conversion event. Uh, he's got his own mastermind and his own blog. And he's also in Silver Circle. So it's just like, hey, you know, we really should share this e-commerce stuff of yours. So that was that platform. So that's where it, go, it goes on this site for that.
1: So it's just an opportunity. You had a question around e-commerce opportunity to get
0: together. It's not under any particular um, show brand. It's just... It's just content, yeah? It's just under super fast business. It's a business mm-hmm. b- boosting tip. If you have an e-commerce store or you're thinking about it, that episode is like a literal fire hose of tips and content, resources and stuff. He just like, it's a it's a mini product in a podcast.
1: So then if I go to uh, the next post, it's a it's literally a one-minute video about SEO changes that are coming. Yep. Okay, so, so that's
0: an SEO news tip. These are different channels, so they'll go to different customers. Right. So I'm just trying to understand the way you're, you're,
1: you're curating all this content basically and just dropping it all into super fast business.
0: Yeah, and I used to have categories down the side and then I removed that and that's because – Not everyone comes to the homepage. A lot of people are coming directly into posts. Some of these posts have had 2,000 visits directly, like straight. uh, Like I rank Mm -hmm. really well for some phrases like Office Autopilot. So they come in on the why I switched from Aweber to Office Autopilot post. So they don't need to know about SEO Mm -hmm. or whatever. Now, if someone buys Mm -hmm. an SEO product from me, then I will email them the SEO changes are coming news update and I'll land them on that page. If someone bought a website from me Mm -hmm. i'll email them the e-commerce post but they won't get the seo one does that make sense
1: yeah it does um how do you manage that i mean you've got a big team channel marketing (laughs) and
0: use tags and groups (laughs) in your email system starting to get complicated use aweber (laughs) (laughs) well don't worry that's why it's important to understand what this site's about it's one place where i can put all my stuff but i can still communicate to the right person with the right message but i've got a pretty tight thing. I know what my sites about now. It is about traffic, it's about websites and it's about business. That's it. They're the three main topics mm-hmm. that I'm covering. And if you were to click on the products tab, that's where it really starts to get into a cool discussion about how this site makes sales for me.
1: Yeah, well, I, I do like that. And in fact, I was just kind of finishing off the home page and but
0: but we should talk about it. Well let's we, we should still cover the home page treatment. The main point you've made is that there's it's quite simple. You're either gonna dig into a topic that interests you, whether it's SEO or shopping cart abandonment or a conversions discussion, and then you might do that or you might enter your opt-in or you might uh, want to make more money, click here to see how we can help you, which takes people to the product page. You might want to know more about me. And so I've put a personal brand there because the site is a bit clinical unless Mm -hmm. I give it some character. So I've put my picture, I've put my name, and that leads Mm -hmm. to an about- type page, but I turn it back to the customer again.
1: Yep, Yeah, I think that's important. Not enough businesses do that. I was talking about someone yesterday, just personalizing it. Put a photo, show there's a real person behind it. You've got another banner um, in the right-hand column, which is, again, getting people to opt in, free training, reveals how to get more sales.
0: So it's the same offer but with a different treatment. So yep. here's the thing. Now, at the risk of making you feel that it's technical, I don't want <laughs> to make this too technical, but what I do there are five ways people can opt in on this site, and I actually tag each one of them separately so that I know which one gets me the opt-ins. And it's quite simple to do. It's mm-hmm. literally you you clone the opt-in form at your autoresponder. So if you were on Aweber, you could have five separate lists, mm-hmm. right? You could you just copy the copy them across, yep. replicate them five different times, and it's on one you say header, on the other you say sidebar, on the other you say. Um, Lead player. Yeah, right. The other you might say after post opt-in and then you might say scrolling Mm -hmm. opt-in. So that's the five ways people can opt-in to my list and it's really interesting to me to see which ones work the most and which ones work the least but over time I can keep refining it. Some people opt-in. On the little scrolly thing, some people opt in in the header, some people click the sidebar link, some people opt in after a video, and some people opt in after the post. What is the most successful? Where do you get the most opt-ins? It's kind of an even match for me at the moment between the header and the scrolling opt-in.
1: Now, that scrolling opt-in, is that that little... If you scroll to the bottom, a yellow box pops up?
0: Yes. So it's only activated... I think it's called Dream Glider or something.
1: And it's only activated when you get to the
0: bottom? Only when you start scrolling below the fold it's the theory is you're now more yeah, engaged right. in the site so you've earned the right to show them that and it's quite unobtrusive yep. and I got this plug-in idea from Pep liar who's a conversions expert who I interviewed recently and like if you want to go deeper into this his interviews quite hardcore like just straight for this guy like he's he's quite mean Brutal. <laughs> when Brutal. he looks at his side I'm very Consider yourself lucky. you got a polite, short response from me. Like, Uh, he'll make you cry. Tough love. So that's the home page. You've got a button, Make More Money. Click
1: here to see how we can help you. That feels a bit icky, but, you know, again, I'm sure you've tested
0: it. Well, why would you click on that button? Because I want to make more money. Right. So it used to say product. Yeah, right. Right. So I'll take icky because it's a clear label of what it is. And why are most people coming to my site no that's
1: fair so i've clicked on that and i get
0: the best select the best option so it's back on me so this is a problem solver product page i used to have banners for all of my products but why would i expect that my customers or potential customers know all about my brands it doesn't make sense they won't all know about it so i have to assume they don't and just help them with their problem focus on that instead of my brand so it's an about face and when i look at the heat map versions of this versus the banners, this one's a clear winner. It's interesting because just reflecting back on that skin of my site that I sent you yesterday,
1: um I've got my products running down the right hand side. And
0: that that's what was to me um Overkill. You got it. You are trying to you're trying to go for everything, but the chances of it's just basically it's ineffective. You need one button. One button that says want to improve your marketing and then exactly. give them off. Then go them. to a page that is um your problem solver, and can we just have a little sidebar moment here? For yeah, a here we go. We have to say this because it astounds me. But I got a call, I got a support ticket the other day from one of my team members. It said, "Boss, this customer wants you to check their video to make sure you're doing it right." Oh. They're obviously following own the Race course. I clicked on the link to look at the video, mm-hmm. and I'd obviously clicked on the wrong link. So I went back, checked the the email again, and clicked on a link, and it went back. But I was actually on my site. Well, I thought it was exactly – it was identical. I mean, they, <laughs> yeah. they literally took seven-part yeah. blah, 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 training course, get the training course. It was the same colors, the same icons. Like they would have literally – they had said their designer, copy that, and it was verbatim my site. So I just want to point, point out to listeners, and we have had one of our listeners copy my SEO site before, do not cut and paste my site. Get your own freaking site. Take, take the elements of what we're talking about, but have a, have a freaking personality. Like I like other sites. There's sites I like out there like thinktraffic.net or Marie Folio or Derek Halpern. They do good sites. And I look at those and I think, what can I learn from them and what can I test on my site? And then I go to my designer and say, let's come up with something for us. So, you, there's no point having 50 copies of Superfast Business out there. And, and it, there's at least 500 versions of Internet Marketing Speed out there uh, who are copying the Woo theme that I had. And I just think it's uncool. And it's great that you want to emulate and you go, oh, well, James has already figured it out and he tests everything. So, I'll just start with that. Well, it devalues my site when you know, I'm unique. This site is a a one-of-a-kind custom thing and I can tell you, I spent a fortune in wages and effort and resources and training to know what I know. I'm happy to share it on a free podcast but don't copy, don't cut and paste my site, it pisses me off. And by the way, if anyone else sees a version of it, tell me so I can send a friendly email and remind people to get their own style. Do you feel better now? Much better, thank you. All right, back on track. That's all (laughs)
1: I love the I love
0: the products thing.
1: Um, that, that for me that's a big a big insight a big win because um I, I do I mean I'm guilty of it and I'm sure many listeners are guilty of it of trying to do too many things on the one um on the one site and um a, a, a classic. I guess, communications principle is less is more
0: and single-minded thought wins every day of the week. And we also fall in love with our own brands and egos and stuff. So if we can step back from that too, it really helps. Yeah. So I actually had to do a huge rewrite of my About page because – I mistakenly thought that people would really care all about me, <laughs> right? So yeah, yeah. when you click on the about page, you'll see something quite obvious.
1: Was that was that a challenge for me to go and click on the about page?
0: Yeah, so it's already straight about the customer now. So it personalises it, and then I'm giving away a video that goes for over an hour as a hey, look, you can get to know me more this way, and then it and then the calls to action are simply look, you can contact me, you can. I can help you with traffic, websites, or business coaching. And, and also here's where you get my yeah. whole course for free. So there's all sorts of wonderful goodies on that. So the customer's feeling, well, okay, hopefully they're bonding and connecting with me now because mm-hmm. they know what I look like, they know what I'm about, and they got something out of it.
1: Let's just finish up by talking about the product section, mate. So we've got, um, we click on okay. products. We go to what you call the product, the problem solver products page, where select the best option. You've got three options. Let's say one of my, one of the options, I'm, um, uh, I want to increase my online business profits. I click on that, and now I'm going and offered another four choices. So I've gone to another page. Now I remember talking to you about this a couple of weeks ago, where you said, well. Yeah, like because you do have so many products on offer, you can't help but have this kind of – this second
0: layer of offers, yeah? Yeah, if you look at the page URL now, we're in the business category. Yeah. yeah. If we'd clicked on a traffic one, we would have gone to traffic, and if we'd clicked on the uh, the website's one, we would have gone to the, the, um, the website's yeah. one.
1: Yeah. Look, I guess it's – um what, what, what I – and I'm assuming it's working for you, and I guess what I love is like it, it's not as if there's – you know cracker design being applied here you're just using text with what you know heading heading one or heading two and it's big and bold and ballsy and you know it takes you to where you want to get to
0: yeah and and we don't have to guess luckily online and the way that i can measure this is i go and look at my sales sites and probably the biggest change i've seen is this in the first 12 days of this month our web team sold more than any other month ever And that is because they're finding our site. The Mm -hmm. traffic to the site went up 200 and something percent uh, because people are able to get to where they need to get to. I think a lot of people didn't know that I owned atlweb.com and now people can find it, but they don't have to know what it's called to find it. They just have to know that their website sucks and that they want a WordPress site. And also, I suspect now that I'm talking about all of the conversions testing that I've done and the people I've hired to help me and... The results that I'm getting, 77,000 page views a month and whatever, I think they probably feel that our web team is half good now because they, they build these sites and then they're seeing all of these changes. They do the changes.
1: I imagine your hang time's also increased.
0: Actually, it's gone down a fraction, but the page views has exploded. And that is because I think they're able to get to the sales site faster right so it's like an AdSense site it's okay if they leave the site via the ad uh, if they go off to the products page i don't mind if they spend a little less time here because maybe i'm doing a better job at being clear about communicating how i can help them and then they can find their path easier so less time running around the hedge maze now it's just straight in the front door straight out the back door here you go
1: yeah I love it mate i reckon we've covered it is there anything left unsaid Do you want to have
0: another vent about people copying your sites? One of the most important things is the search box. Make sure you have one because that is able to be picked up in analytics if you turn it on and you'll be able to find out what people are looking for and then create content that addresses that in your next iteration. And on a slightly similar note, when people are in different pages, your sidebar should be relevant to that page. So. Mm. Um, when they go deeper into the site, I start adding a most popular post widget, which will guide people back to what's hot. And, and at the end of each post, I put a related posts widget. So I can funnel people from the first post they come to to the very most relevant posts after that, and that's mm. going to really increase the page views. Are you controlling those popular posts, or are you just literally – is that widget based on clicks – it's just a it's a widget mm-hmm. calculation. yeah and look and one other little tiny thing, I've taken off my icons that point people back to my Facebook and Twitter and Pinterest and YouTube and all that crap. If they're at my site, job's been done. I don't want to send them back off to my Facebook or YouTube or I don't care. I do send them to iTunes. I've still got an iTunes and an RSS icon. And I still have sharing icons at every post. They can share it on Facebook. They can tweet it. They can pin it. They can whatever mm. they want it. But I do not have Facebook comments anymore. I want to own the comments. I want to control them with my uh, WordPress module. And I feel that it's a much better experience now with a simpler, well-formatted commenting experience instead of all these Facebook spams. Like people come back to old posts and start spamming them up. So I have made that choice to turn off Facebook comments and I've taken off that little sharing widget. I don't really want to drive people away from my site. So I don't have the little, you know, these are my social media properties things. Now I've just got the sharing things at the end of each post.
1: Yeah, I love that. I, I, in fact, a, to- a future topic for uh, for Freedom Ocean is social media. But um, I've been saying for months, if not years, get your, get your buttons, well, at least, and this is like speaking to small business owners, bricks and mortar type business owners who aren't online savvy. It's like, get those social media buttons at least out of your header, right? Maybe yeah. if you've got the guts, put them below the fold. And if you're really courageous, get rid of them um, altogether that freaks most people out but you know it's pretty simple theory like a yeah. button off to your facebook or your twitter or your linkedin or google whatever it is it's a door out isn't it it's like come into
0: my it is a door out the only way i want them to get there's when they share my
1: post yeah. It's like, you know, the supermarket analogy, you know, you can't go back through the turnstile. You know, you kind of feel almost forced to buy something before you walk out. But if, if there are lots of doors out, then, you know, it doesn't. It, it, it reduces the ability for them to either sign up or buy. That's interesting. That's interesting. Do you think that social media, that
0: lack of social media buttons should apply to most websites, broad stroke? So I want to be clear. I'm not talking yeah. about sharing the post socially. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, like – for me, the whole point of own the race course is that super fast business is my thing and, and another th- like people are literally a huge proportion, I don't know the stat I'll have to look it up, but it's probably thirty percent of the people are literally typing super fast business into their browser to search for my site now. I've cu- customers tell me, Oh, I just type super fast business into the browser and go and see the latest posts. Like it's branded now. It they know that. So I'm I'm owning my own brand. I control it, it's on a domain of my choice, I I know it'll be up. I don't care if Facebook falls over or Google or YouTube or whatever, I'll still be around because that site's there. Love it, mate. We should finish the episode with that Elton John song, I'm Still Standing. <laughs> cool. <laughs> we're, we're okay with the, the, the loyal, the, what is it? Royalties or the, whatever yeah. you call I'll, it. If we, yeah. I think if we uh, Dan Andrews is the authority on this, but I think if people aren't listening to our show to get free, elton john music then it's okay yeah well they damn well should be you know (laughs) what's your favorite elton john song well i'm trying to think of the. i don't know the names i'm hopeless with the names but there's put you on the spot well give me some names do you know
1: i'll 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 give you time to think well i went to the u2 concert that 360 concert last year or the year before and they strolled out on to the stage uh to rocket man and it was mind-blowing it was absolutely mind blowing. That's a pretty good song, that one. I'm still standing. Yeah, wasn't his proudest moment. Um, what about um, Norma Jean? Well, there's
0: um, candle in the wind, or whatever they call it. Yeah, no, I think for me, it's um, God, he's got so many. He's got Nikita. He's got. Uh, You're a bit. No, no, candle in the wind. I think that <laughs> yeah, that one is.
1: Hey, mate, uh, we better wrap it there because I've got a I've got an interview for Small Business Big Marketing scheduled in fifteen minutes. So I need to get my head around that. And i am um, interviewing a guy who's trying to get a date with Kylie Minogue. <laughs> is she single? All in, I don't think that matters. All in the spirit of charity. Well, it's important for Kylie, for him, you know, he just wants to raise money for a particular charity. So um, uh, I thought it was kind of interesting. That is happening in 15 minutes, and I just need to – I want to go and listen to a bit of locomotion to get myself into the spirit. Thank you, mate. Well, Jimmy um, – Freedom Ocean is where you can find our rants and raves and um, many other things that we do. So go over to freedomocean.com and uh, I'll see you next Friday.
0: See you then. See you. Bye ya. Bye.